0: time ago in a galaxy far far away. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death Star, a space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy, 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 galaxy. hey it's the Big Kid Show. <laughs> no, you did not tune into the wrong podcast. You are right where you need to be. We are going everything Star Wars today as we prepare for May the 4th be with you. Gentlemen, may the 4th be with you. Even though and we're and a be with you. And also and with, you. You. And with you, you. And with you. And with and you. And with you. <laughs> and with you. So, obviously, this is Mark. I got Mr. B and Big Nick with us in the treehouse. So, Star Wars is about as iconic as it comes when we talk about movie series. And we're going to be diving deep into the Empire. And I mean deep to talk about who meant the most. To us from a galaxy far, far away. That's right. Today, we're going to be taking on the giant Death Star-sized task of picking out our top three Star Wars characters of all time. Now, if you haven't already, like, subscribe, drop us a review, and tell a friend before the Death Star dials in your GPS and comes looking for you. So we've got episode four, A New Hope, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back, episode six, Return of the Jedi, episode one, The Phantom Menace, episode two, Attack of the Clones, episode three, Revenge of the Sith, episode seven, eight,
1: nine.
0: (laughs) God, I could go on forever. There's more Star Wars movies and there are options at Smoothie King, but they're both the same in this way. So many good choices. That's what we have today. We are at the buffet of movie characters to pick out our favorites. So thank you for joining us. Gentlemen, I think we're ready to get started with that. So, Mr. B, you have won the coin toss. We're going to allow you to kick things off for us here. Uh, So why don't you kick us off with your number three favorite Star Wars character of all
2: time? So my favorite Star Wars character for number three is he's a sassy little robot. Known as R2D2 <laughs> R2D2 <laughs> And when we When the research team came with this topic I immediately went to 10 year old Mr. B and right. I just loved R2D2 I loved Even though he didn't, didn't even speak English But I just like his little beeps And it's almost like he was cursing at everyone And he was a robot that was kind of telling everyone To you know, screw off But he also he
1: Did a lot of good Helped a lot of people he would pull through when they really needed like s- some kind of miracle he would <laughs> he would come through and it just saved the day when you're like all right we've run out of we've run out of options here we're going to fail we're about to all die or be arrested or captured uh the worst is about to happen then little r2d2 he just wheels in z- saves the day like that every single time
0: He was a useful little hunk of metal, you know? And it's funny, like I remember watching the movies and like, I remember thinking to myself as I got older, like how did you as a kid get emotionally attached
2: to a robot, like in a movie, right? I'm a robot. I am a (laughs) robot. (laughs) But tell tell me you didn't love him. Just, I mean, the little beeps and like, you know. Yeah, he was like a little puppy dog. Yeah, and just, he was sassy and like, Kind of chirp back at people, and then he would like remember he had the little like arm that would come out and do like and they yeah, do. I just thought that was so cool he was so he just he was at one of the top of my list once we uh had this topic, so r two d two number two d two
1: well and like a, he was go ahead Big a, Nick. He, sorry about that he's he's a nice shiny like i always a Enjoyed the appearance of a one, Mister D two, and the thing here, I, I've been trying <laughs> to figure this <laughs> out ever since I was a small child. Who was really flying that that the the spaceship? Right when they when they go and they they take spoiler alert, <laughs> they take You've down. The, seen the movie from seventy eight, <laughs> right? When they take down the Death Star. You know, you have Luke Skywalker who's sitting in the cockpit and, and he has his hands on the wheels, but then you have R2-D2 who's sitting behind him. His poor little dome head is exposed to space and all that as the, as the what is that, a TIE fighter? There's going to be somebody out there that's going to be... No, it was, it, was, oh. it, was the, it was the X-Wing. X-Wing. X-Wing, X-wing. Thank, thank you. Yep. And I always wondered, like, who is doing what? Who's steering the ship? Are they taking turns? Uh, is one, like, just telling, think, communicating with the other that, hey, like, watch your back here, 10 o'clock, I, you got something I always, coming. I always time thought on. he was,
2: I always thought he was like the, uh, like a navigator type helper, but that's just what I thought as a kid. So I don't know if that's yeah. accurate.
1: So do we, yeah, I wondered about that. If, if we have R2 steering the ship and then I guess someone's the trigger man.
0: So, yeah. uh,
1: we, we need, need somebody smarter than us. Assistant,
0: tell us that. but yeah. I, I don't know if that means he's actually controlling stuff. I think of it like Goose from Top Gun. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the the wingman.
2: Side note: Do you guys remember ever if you had a friend that actually had that X-wing toy? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I had one. It, oh, you were the cool kid then, because and, and it had the R two D two in the back and. We were never, we were we were never allowed to have that for whatever reason. We were poor, so we, <laughs> but I just I remember playing with that at my cousin's house. Like this is the coolest toy ever, the
1: greatest. But on the no, toy, that's a great choice. On the toy, it was just his little head sticking out. Like you couldn't actually remove R two D two from you're right. yeah. the X wing. Yeah,
0: correct, but it was still cool to have him there. And you are like, there he is. And plus, I always thought it was funny, like him and uh, C three PO. Mm-hmm. The, yep. the gold one oh dude just hell- like the back and forth between them two was just like i don't know whoever smoked whatever and thought of that <laughs> idea <laughs> like honestly you know hey, let's have two robots talk to each other one of them just makes n- beeping noises you and know the
2: other one, and the other one sounds like an english fella yeah right like the, <laughs> the
0: butler from clue <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's definitely hilarious. That's that's a great choice, Mr. B. I like it. I like it. All right, Big Nick, hit us with your number three, buddy. What do you got for us?
1: Well, you uh, stumbled into a perfect segue there, Mr. Sweetwater, Mark, because I went with a one <laughs> C3PO right. PO as my number three ah, choice, you and you nailed it, buddy. It's straight up for the comic stylings of C3PO and R2D2. I think they are two of one of the greatest comic duos of our <laughs> lifetime. They, I'll tell you what, I think that when <laughs> the Phantom Menace came out with the Jar Jar Binks, right? Everybody hates. Jar Jar Boo. Binks. Ease up. All right. Take it easy. All right. Boo. <laughs> take it <laughs> easy. He's just, he's just a, a fun loving fella. He's trying to help. He's a little chicken shit, but uh, you know, he's trying to help out the the good guys. So everybody ease up on Jar Jar Binks. Now, I'm not pretending to be a big fan, but let's not let's not be rude, right? Let's not mistreat <laughs> this nice young man. I think that George Lucas and the good people over at uh Lucas Films were trying to recreate the magic that they had, that I thought was the very charming and also very funny C three PO with a one Jar Jar Binks, and it was a kind of a big swinging and a mix miss because Jar Jar Binks, like your boy Big Nick here, just talked a little too damn much, right? C three PO talks the right amount, and and here's the thing: you watched Rocky Four. Right, And remember when the brother-in-law gets the robot for yeah. his birthday, <laughs> yep. Uncle Paulie, and he tricks the, the robot, and he makes it talk like a woman, and then he makes the robot fall in love with him? Here's what I, I say to the good people over at uh, Rocky Industries. C3PO would have been the ideal robot butler, in my opinion, for anybody. Uh, don't change his voice to a woman voice and make him fall in love with you. That's a little strange, but C-3PO I think would be the ideal robot butler for anybody. And I don't know. I th- Maybe, m- maybe it's the gold, body it's the 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 whole i mean he would just looks classy he looks very classy but the the cool personality that he had and it's weird right we're talking about r2d2 and c3po they're freaking robots but we're talking about the personality of these guys
0: yeah
1: r2d2 was fearless c3po exact opposite he was afraid of everything He did not want to fight. He would he <laughs> scared the cats. <laughs> yeah. And he know, he always blamed it on R2 that they got into trouble or blamed yep. it on R2 that he had to fight anybody. Um there was one part, and I wish I could remember uh some of the lines that he had, but remember the part where he got he got destroyed, he got dismantled, and then when yep. he, he was originally put back together, they kind of put him back together incorrectly. <laughs> yep. uh, I think his head was on backwards and um, just uh Trouble ensued. So, uh, it uh, he remains one of my very favorite characters, and it's not for the heroics but more for the straight up entertainment value of a one C three PO.
2: Love it, and it's kind of reminds me of I can't remember if this was a comic or just somebody that told me this is uh, if you would have happened to watch Spaceballs first. If you, then someone's the way they describe star wars they're like yeah star wars is just a not funny space balls <laughs> dude space balls is so classic yeah we're, we're going to revisit space balls next we're going to do our favorite characters from Spaceballs. Yeah, the schwartz be with you no! yeah. oh the schwartz
0: <laughs> no that's a great choice it's kind of funny i mentioned him big nick and then you picked him I, it's funny because he, he was always like a nervous Nancy, like always like, you know, something was always bothering him. And he was always like, you know, kind of, but he was so valuable and so helpful. And I'm with you. Like, I love the personality, like kind of a smart ass a little bit, you know, and it was always funny how he blamed stuff on the, on R2-D2. So that's a, an excellent choice, sir. I, I highly I, approve. Good work, buddy. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, so let's get to my number three. So. I feel like this one was an easy choice for me. I can't have a top three without this character on it. And it probably helps. I had a little bit of a crush on her as a kid, and that would oh. be one Princess Leia.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought How you were going Jabba the Hutt.
0: Yeah. Oh, come here, Jabba. Let me get you, Jabba. <laughs> Jabba, Jabba. No, I think... Um, You know, Carrie Fisher just absolutely knocked it out of the park with Princess Leia. And, you know, I think it's funny when I remember going back recently and rewatching the Star Wars and just like how much sass she had, man, and how much like attitude and like in a very good way. You know what I mean? Like she didn't take shit and, you know, she was very like, take the situation, you know, bull by the horns. Um... You know, she's a princess and a general, obviously. Um, but she was hilarious. Like, I mean, she was very funny, hard to, hard to knock off course. Um, I don't know. There's just a ton of qualities about her that, that I thought were, were really awesome. And I think the way that she counteracted with the cast members, you know, probably brought out the best in her as well. But um, shout out to Carrie Fisher. Princess Leia rocked it. That's yep,
2: my number man. three. And she, and she she was not hard to look at too. No, she was not. Not at all. And and I re- I remember reading something. This was years ago that uh, I can't, with the the scene with Job the Hut. Remember, and she was captive and had like the gold yep. bikini. Like I think she was like, "Hey, can I wear underwear under this?" And they're like, "No," because there was no underwear in space. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm sure she was like, she's like. She's like, things are just going to be happening here because this, this this metal stuff does not move with my body. So Yeah, exactly. You're going to catch a glimpse of some things and some stuff.
1: <laughs> so let, let me ask you this. That's interesting. Okay. So we have, can I wear underwear under this? No. Underwear does not exist in space. So you mean I don't to know tell if that me. Was a, I don't know if that was but, an exact quote, but you know but, what I'm saying. But I, I get it. Okay. But let's say that, But but we do know the answer is no, regardless of what their reasoning was. Yeah. So maybe they were worried that that the under that you would see the underwear because of the the very revealing nature of that outfit. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, I, you know, if in fact the response is no, underwear does not exist in space. Then when David Prowse said, the, the guy who played Darth Vader originally said, "Can I wear underwear under this outfit?" <laughs> do, you, do you think <laughs> they had the same answer? Like, like, yeah, bro, you could wear it. <laughs> so, we, right? Uh, please wear Sexism two pairs. not in space. That's what uh, that Dave, is. Somebody get David an extra pair of underwear over here. Uh, so that that just shows you how far we've come since 1977. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> not allowed to wear underwear on set pork And I'll tell you what, what was great about her character. First of all, you you nailed it, Mark. She knocked it out of the park. And I think that that's one of the more sophisticated characters in yeah. the star Wars franchise. Increase. And what's so great about her character and, and the sophistication of that character is she has to be kind of all things, Throughout, especially the the first three released movies, right? She has to be sexy, she has to be smart. She's also the level headed one many times when they find themselves in situations. She's also the one that's the that's quick to call them out when they're dumb about something or or have a yeah. dumb plan or a plan that she has decided will not work because she's smarter than the boys. But yep. yeah, that that is one of the most underrated, and I think at times because uh, Carrie Fisher was was so attractive especially in the that third movie with that outfit that i now learn contained no underwear um <laughs> looks like i got to go back and rewatch that, <laughs> that I, I mean i always thought she was stunning stunningly beautiful she in was. that movie anyway but but that aside it, it her character was was amazing and i think that it w- it's an overlooked character at times because of her beauty and so uh yeah, fantastic choice. The, I'm not gonna lie to you, guys. I think that we really kind of really kind of screwed the pooch here on our May 4th episode, right? Because we wanted to honor the great franchise of Star Wars. We're all big fans and have enjoyed them since our childhood, since we were we're now big kids, since we were little kids. But uh man, we could have really chopped this up. We could have chopped this up into different movies to different decades or different, you know, because it did not occur to me until I had to come up with my favorite three, my top three. I'm like, this is fun and great, but also at the same time, it sucks because there's like 15 characters that I want (laughs) to squeeze into my top three. Mm hmm.
0: Well, we're going to have to pay the research team a little extra to come up with some juicy topics for uh, future May 4th episodes. So, Or our loyal listeners out there. They always have some great ideas. So hit us up. Let us know.
2: They definitely do. Yeah, I think,
0: you know, to me, Carrie Fisher was like, to me, she was like that girl next door. Cute. But it was—it wasn't just the looks. It, like you said, Nick, it was the the smarts, and the and attitude, and the badassness. Like she was just a badass. Like honestly, like I remember watching as a kid, and I was like, "Whoa, that chick's awesome!" Like you know what <laughs> I mean? Like she she was just great, you know. And and the beauty was just a part of it. So. All right, boys, we're uh, we're well on our way through the universe at this point. So, Mr. B, let's circle back around to uh, your side of the Death Star. What do you got for, for your number two? Well, so
2: as we're, as we're talking about Princess Leia, uh, a person that had a lot of interesting interactions with her, I'm going to go with for my number two, Mr. Han Solo.
0: Han mm. Hans Franz. And
2: just, again, a lot of these came back to me, and I reverted to 10-year-old Mr. B of, like, the characters I liked the most. And I liked him because he was not, like, a Jedi or supernatural or, you know, he didn't have any special power. He was just, like, a dude that could fly a ship and was kind of, like, on the edge of sketchy, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And he had a sweet vest. He had a sweet vest. Um, and his and his best buddy was a like a seven foot tall uh, guy that went Grar! so Chewbacca. <laughs> so I I, I, just, Chewbacca. I just I liked Han Solo and I liked his attitude towards it. It's just he was he was he was a pretty easy number two for me. Yeah,
0: I mean he was a smuggler, right in the yep. in the movie
2: and a
1: scoundrel. And
0: he I'm trying to think. This was before uh, Indiana Jones, right? So this was pre yes. pre Indiana Jones, but. Mm-hmm there's just something about Harrison Ford especially like again going back and re-watching it like a young Harrison Ford like he's just like charm for days like that yep. dude like it, what's the old saying like you could sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady with white gloves like <laughs> that dude just has
1: yeah like, I hear that all the time
0: <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you do pretty sure my grandma hey. told me that when I was a kid hey Rob we're, we're thinking back in time here
2: <laughs> awesome Tommy boy reference buddy
0: <laughs> i thought you would like that so you know i, I think t- he was just again just kind of a badass like i think it was something as a kid you were like whoa that dude kicks ass and he can do whatever he wants and you know he just you know doesn't take no for an answer unless
2: it's princess leia and she tells him to shut cool. up <laughs> and, and plus i mean didn't you think the the millennium falcon was just the coolest you know, space yeah. thing like i just same I thing like the millennium falcon oh as well. my god you and, had all and, the cool spoiled toy. What the dude, hell? No, it, we got it like a yard
0: sale for like five bucks or something. What? It wasn't like you know, yeah, dude. It, but it was a huge one. It was like yeah. the li- like the full size one.
2: Yeah, it was like two foot big, and it I was gigantic.
0: Everything. We got to steal somehow. I don't know. Maybe my dad literally stole it from. I yard hope you still have think. that somewhere. Yeah.
1: I don't. Mar- I'll come Mark's- over right
2: now. I want to come over right now and start playing with it.
1: Mark's father was <laughs> was. An owner of Coca Cola. <laughs> <But, laughs> Maybe so it's the windows at Coca Cola. The other thing about Han Solo was uh, I I love the you referenced the vest there. Uh, never been much of a vest okay. guy, but I love that that taser gun holster thing that he has yep. and it's it's got a you know it's attached to the belt buckle but it goes down the right hand leg for easy kind of hung down there. a little bit it was like yeah. a kind of a, a, a
2: throwback to the uh cowboys and westerns you know like he was like a space cowboy-ish feel
1: well in yeah. the the research team can fact check me on this and if i'm completely wrong and in europe uh you're out there listening uh, and you, you go, you know, this big Nick guy, he's 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 big in the dumb department. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> but I believe I think I saw this on a show many years ago or I read it somewhere that I think that Harrison Ford was like the maintenance man or, or one of the guys that was helping like build the set for Star Wars and whoever they originally thought would play the character of Han Solo just wasn't working out or he wasn't macho enough or something like that and and i don't know if it was george lucas or who but somebody's like they kind of noticed this harrison ford guy and they're like yeah that guy over there what what's his role in the movie what's he doing and i think somebody's like yeah he's helping build the set he was a wannabe actor but he hadn't caught his break yet and the han the han solo character was his break and again you guys can fact check me on that but I believe that's how the story goes, and if that's not how the story goes, guess what? Big Nick just came up with a better story than what's <laughs> what really exists. Well,
2: and I don't know if he was doing that, but I do remember reading that yes. he was he was a he was a carpenter. Okay, so, maybe he was a carpenter. So, so, so and I think he was actually a pretty good carpenter. But he like yeah was trying to be an actor, and I imagine him with his shirt off and his, using his charisma that they're probably like, hey, that's the guy we want right there.
1: Like, why does this carpenter just insist on working with his shirt off and in the gun <laughs> strapped to down his right leg? That's how I do my carpentry work.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, he was a carpenter. And, um, you know, it which is also interesting because I had read that um, Al Pacino. Was originally considered for Han <laughs> that Solo. That would be weird. That'd be so <laughs> weird. right. Can you imagine
2: <laughs> like Al Scar, Scarface playing Han Solo? he's too, he's <laughs> yeah. too
1: angry. He's too angry he's to be Han Solo.
2: Say hello to my little laser friend. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: I, I, so the the big kid research team, God love them. They're, they're working this week. They just handed me a piece of paper here, Big Nick. So it tells me that Lucas actually agreed to bring in Ford, but only for the sake of giving Luke and Leia uh, that group someone to read the lines with. So Hello, it was it a little bit of a little bit of a chance. He was a carpenter and then he was uh, he kind of gotten to know George Lucas and starred in a small role in a 1973 movie he had called American Graffiti. Yep. But um, yeah, he basically brought him in to read lines and uh, he must have crushed it.
2: Yeah. So. And Now he's had an amazing career. Exactly. Exactly. On Solo by number two.
1: Yep. Good pick.
2: I like it. I like it. All right, Big Nick
0: let's kick it your way what do you got for your number two choice
1: han solo was one that was very difficult for me not to put at my number two but when i reveal my number two you will understand why so i went with a one darth vader uh you may have heard of him Uh, (laughs) never heard of that guy yeah Uh, and uh, for me look luke skywalker han solo all these great characters that we've already mentioned and so many more that we haven't mentioned This guy is the franchise for me, my friends. This, when I think of Star Wars, he's the first guy I think of. He's the last guy I think of. Uh, And and the thing about him, too, is he was somebody, and I believe we talked about this before, because this is not the first time Darth Vader's come up on on the old (laughs) big kid show here. But um, he is one of the most impressive villains of all time, in my opinion, Uh, not just in the Star Wars worlds. Uh, but uh, in any world and for me there were times that he actually did scare me as a child um you know with the with the mind choke thing and he he would walk into the room and i think it was so cool how they came up with just such a simplistic idea of you know what let's make all the troops white with black accents and let's make the the total evil dude that's that's Leading the arm army, let's make him look the exact opposite. And he's gonna be all black and wear a cape, uh, very regal. I mean, there's something that's almost like king or yeah. empire-like or emperor-like about Darth Vader. And, you know, they even say Lord Vader when they address him. And I love the character, and then the expansiveness of the character itself when you get past the first three re- released movies and then you go into the next set that are released. And we start to get this fill in the blanks, all the backstory for how the origin story of Darth Vader. And I loved it. I love, I loved the Darth Vader character from when he was a tiny, cute little Anakin Skywalker boy. Uh, didn't love it when he killed the, the younglings, uh, that kind yeah, of, uh, 70, but, uh, uh, but but enjoyed him all the way through to the point where uh, Luke, spoiler alert, has to take him out. What? Oh, I never. What happened? Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> uh, oh. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't have said anything. My I should. Spoiler have alerts.
0: They need to come out more quickly. No, he's he's <laughs> as iconic as it comes. I mean, I think you know when you talk about Darth Vader. I mean, that's the first person I think of when I think Star Wars. I mean, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. So, and like you said, the way that they made him look, I remember he struck fear into me as, as a kid. Like he was the one, one character in star Wars that as a kid, I'd be like, Ooh, you know, you kind of take a step back from the TV a little bit. Cause he just, he was very like domineering kind of uh presence on the screen and basically just looked like somebody you didn't want to F with. <laughs>
2: See yeah. when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I wanted to kick him right in the nuts. I'm sure I would have paid for that, but I would have mind choked you right before uh, before you got there. <laughs> well, that's fine. His his, uh, his twig and berries will be all mashed up, your broken stick and smashed <laughs> well, berries. <and>
1: <laughs> well, and he's isn't he a, a, a the one you were watching then, he was a cyborg. So his twig and berries were probably already <laughs> all matched up oh, before. Well that. Then that that would have <laughs> backfired, backfired on
2: me. <laughs> but <laughs> be like, but I still, still would have tried. The, the jokes, <laughs> jokes on you. The, uh,
0: jokes on you, Mr. Jim coach. No uh, Kick me in the Jimmy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. Nice, Well played. Completely not related to star Wars, but anyway, uh, I digress so uh, yeah, quality choice, big Nick I think uh you can't go wrong having Darth Vader in your top three that's for sure
1: so and one one thing that that I love too amongst the stuff that I already blabbed my way through, but uh I was a comic book kid, and he was, yeah, I know that that Star Wars translated to comic books and all that jazz, but To me, he was the first big screen villain or character that I thought was more impressive than what I was reading about the characters I was reading about in comic books. And, you know, usually it's the reverse. Usually they're in the comic books first and then they hit the big screen if they ever make it to there. And I don't know. I just Vader to me is one of the best, most iconic and most impressive uh, villains of all time. I think we all agree.
0: All right, all right, boys. All played. Well, Sir. Let's keep it rolling. This Death Star is cruising along here. Let's uh, let's get to my number two. So, as usual, me and Mr. B's brains are melded together into one few fu- fuselage <laughs> of uh, oh, <laughs> of an X Wing no. device, and that would be Han Solo, the Hans, coming in yes. at number two on my list. And you know, we, we kind of talked about everything, but again, like I'll just say it like charisma like the dude just took over the screen and you know to me there's been a lot of characters in star wars i don't know if any of them just flat out from like a personality perspective could out charm and charisma harrison ford straight up you know battle style one-on-one so he was uh he was a smooth talker except for with the princess he didn't know how to talk to her but um he was a lucky as hell (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, i mean a lot of luck yeah but sometimes you need that right so but uh but no han solo i think yeah. was an easy number two for me um just really iconic
2: which is weird though his brother franz solo hans and
0: franz would really be <laughs> on there a lot but <laughs>
1: it's han <laughs> it's hot, by the way. And I know. <laughs> his brother, Fran <laughs> uh, Fran solo. Y- you guys are right. And the reason why it was very. D- one scene in particular that made it incredibly difficult for me to leave him off of my list. Uh, so now you know he didn't make my number Spoiler one. Spoiler alert. But uh, when Princess Leia, <laughs> when they're getting ready, don't they like freeze him in that. In what looks like cement, but I think they freeze him, actually. Yeah. And. I- and I
2: can't remember what it was called that they put him in. That's going to drive me nuts. But, yes, they freeze him.
1: And that was because he was, wasn't he wanted because he borrowed a bunch of money and didn't pay it back or stole I, a bunch I, of money? I th- something I
2: thought he owed yeah. money to Jabba the Hut.
1: So whatever they end up doing to him, they do it to him. And, and Princess Leia says, I love you. And Han Solo goes, that that is, that is the coolest dude move. Like, like, uh, listen, if you're a single guy out there and you're trying to figure out, Hey, I, 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 I can't score with the babes. I don't know what the problem is. Maybe it's my personality. You're being Study too nice. Put a little Han Solo in your routine there. <laughs> Get a little. You got to have, you know, you got to be, you, you got to have bravado. a little macho. You got to be a little macho one, a little bravado, a little machismo. Uh, and when she says, I love you, you just say, I know. I know. <laughs> well, and I, I, I,
2: I don't, I don't. Don't fact check me on this because the research team phoned this one, but I do believe that was improvised on set. Like, I, I think, think they he had, changed uh, the line. I was, yeah, I think they had some other lines written, and he was like, "No, I kind of want to say this," and yeah. they went with it because sometimes the best lines are the improvis- Im- Ooh, improvisations. So,
1: I think yeah. Harrison Ford. Yeah. We, yeah, he was like, he's getting ready to read the, the. I think the line was supposed to be "I love you too" or something like that, yeah. and. And he decided maybe in the moment that, like, no, Han Solo would say, I know. Yeah. Like, he would say something, he would say something very kind of coy in the moment. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, a little bit of a hint. dick. A little a bit of a dick.
2: A little bit. Oh, <laughs> no, no that's very stick. cool. Very cool. No, it's very cool, but you know, it's like, a- yeah, right. you don't.
0: Know <laughs> well, we got two Han solos on the board <laughs> and uh we're wrapping up into into the first round here, boys. It's getting serious. So, Mr. B, number 1. Dun 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 dun. dun. What's your number 1 selection,
2: buddy? Yep. Super easy for me and again, when I did, made my list, this was tied with 10-year-old Mr. B. It clearly would have been Mr. Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Ah. Yep. I mean, as a kid, how do you not just gravitate towards that role and that person? I mean, he was this young kid and kind of got thrown into it, then, you know, learning to become a Jedi and, you know, save the day multiple times and kind of played it like aloof a little bit, you know, where he wasn't always like the character that you thought was going to save the day, but he ended up doing it. And I just... As a kid, just I gravitated toward Luke Skywalker. I just thought he was awesome. I, I probably, like, you know. And sometimes in school, they like, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I think one of my papers like, I want to be <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Oh, and and they're like, cool, you're going to drive a garbage <laughs> truck. Good luck. And buddy. you're going to have to repeat the fourth grade. May the fourth be fourth with you. May the fourth be with you again, again and again and again. And, again. again. Yeah, and and then I kicked I kicked that t- teacher Kick right in me the, me junk in the too, Jimmy. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I love Luke Skywalker. I just, I loved everything about his character. So it was, I mean when we had this discussion about the topic, immediately Luke Skywalker went to number one so, without even thinking. So it was so it was funny because
0: he was like, uh, personality-wise, so opposite of Han Solo. Like he was, you know what I mean? Like, and exactly. I think that was really like one of the strengths of that. Cause to me, that was the core three. Obviously you've got Yoda, you've got C3PO, um, R2D to all these other characters. Right. But, but to me, the, the core of the beginning was definitely Han Solo, Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Right. And nailed it. They just, they all, the dynamic between those three characters and actors and actresses were, was just so dynamic that it was, it was like, you couldn't stop watching, right? I mean, you're just like, what's going to, like, how, there's no way I can mm. pre- predict what's going to happen next. I can't predict what Han Solo is going to do. And Luke Skywalker keeps surprising me. Mm. And Princess Leia keeps coming in and, and being a badass. So, like, what's going to happen, you know? So, no, that's that's a fantastic choice, Mr. B. I think a lot of people had him as their hero <laughs> when uh, when they were a kid and watching, watching Star Wars, so.
2: Yeah. And, and the most badass, yeah, last, name, badass last name, Skywalker. Last name. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about changing. How's a new metal band that
0: has Skywalker (laughs) in the in the band name?
2: Oh my God! You just came up with a genius idea. Mark and the Mark and the Skywalkers. Oh, Oh, that's our band name, right right there. Next
0: band. Keep an eye out for it, big kids. (laughs) Coming at you. Coming at you. All right, Big Nick, you're number one, sir. What's uh? What do you got for us?
1: Well, I went with a one Chewbacca. Chewbacca as my number yes number one there, and I tell you what, he—it's he, just because I feel like he was always—he he was always a fan favorite for me. Anyway, I was always rooting for him. I love that he was willing to be the sidekick, and his whatever language he's speaking seems to be universal because <laughs> wherever they go, he can talk everybody to everybody, and everybody just seems to to understand what he's saying. I was a big fan of the Wookiee. Now, I, from my understanding, he's actually like 200 years old. Doesn't look a day over 198, but uh, (laughs) yeah, he's 200 years old. Very spry for 200 years old. So I do not know how long Wookiee's are supposed to live. But, but this one, Mr. Chewbacca appears to be in his prime in the prime of his life when he's helping fight all of these wars. And he's just kind of a, a Renaissance man or whatever (laughs) you want to call him, because he, he knows and does a little bit of everything, right? He seems to be some kind of like weapons expert. He can fly the millennial Falcon, millennium Falcon with, with Han Solo. And, he can fight. Uh, and, and a lot of times when you when they needed the muscle, he's the one that kind of could pull them through and uh, just always uh, any scene still to this day. I'm a big kid now. I don't want to grow up. I'm a nope. Toys R Us kid, but uh, even, even 40-year-old Big Nick, when I tune in and I'm watching Star Wars, especially when it's one of the newer movies, the more recent ones that have come out, when 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 he, uh, they cut to a scene and he's in it and he's in the scene, because you never know, they're always jumping around yeah. from planet to planet, different battles, You lo- it's easy to lose track of what the hell's going on sometimes. They jump to the scene, and as soon as I know that Chewbacca's in it, I light up like a, like a little child on Christmas morning, man. <laughs> big smile on on Big Nick's face. The eyes get big and wide, and I just sit there, and I watch, and I enjoy the Chewbacca. Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like every every group that has some kind of fighting in a movie, they got to have the muscle. You know, I mean, we got Mr. B, right? Mm-hmm. That's, where, that's where we get our muscle. But Chewbacca to me was that, like, he was kind of like the enforcer. And like you said, he was good at a lot of stuff, you know? So, like, as a kid, I automatically was drawn to him because he was kind of like, I guess you kind of thought of him as an animal. I mean, right? I mean, it's a Wookiee. Like, it's a person. It's on-
1: <laughs> You take that back, sir. You yeah, take that back. I- See, you're I, the animal. I, yeah, I looked hey, at him as a person.
0: Hey, listen, I'm you're talking to eight-year-old me's eyes, all right? Calm down. About to get beat up over here. <laughs> you guys relax.
2: Hey, Mark, that's 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 animal <laughs> racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I take it
0: back. I take it all back. Chewbacca, don't show up at my door and kick my well, ass.
2: And it's just like, I mean, he never spoke any yeah. words of English, but yeah. you could tell his attitude. And like, yeah, and you could like awesome.
0: you could sense his anxiety you could sense his happiness you could you know all those different things and I don't know it was a really interesting character and again the fact that as a kid I think I I feel like you're kind of usually drawn to anything that's kind of crazy but awesome at the same time and that's kind of kind of how Chewbacca was you know it's kind of the concept of a Wookiee's kind of a crazy idea but it was awesome so
1: well, and I respect him for his nudist yes. beliefs yes. as well yep. and the nudist <laughs> lifestyle that he chooses to, to lead and to live. And one thing, too, that's very cool is his weapon of choice is the Wookiee Bowcaster. And so he, other than when he, we're around other or see other Wookiees, that's the only time that you see that weapon throughout most of the, the movies, uh, which I always thought was an incredibly cool weapon as well. So I I don't know. I love the uniqueness. And as I said earlier, he seemed to be the kind of guy that could just do everything and do everything well. He could be the muscle. He could be the pilot. He could be a weapons expert. Uh, he, he His language was universal. Um, and it was very odd, though, when they introduced the Ewoks, wasn't it? Like, weren't you a little confused? Like, is he are they small Wookies or is he a large yeah. Ewok? What I don't know. That's one of my favorite scenes on of All Star here. Wars with um,
0: the little scooters
1: they used to ride. I can't remember what
0: the names of and them. And then, are, but.
1: The, then the Ewoks thought that C three PO was some kind of god or their leader. Uh, they adopted <laughs> him as their leader immediately. When you would have thought they would have yeah, liked Chewbacca right? a little bit, but uh, uh, they favored uh, C three PO because it, gold, I because he was know. made out of gold or, or golden shiny anyway. Well, and I think Chewbacca clearly
2: was a direct descendant Obviously. of Bigfoot. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, how did Bigfoot still can make his way all the way into space? And you can never catch him.
0: I mean, people have been seeing Chewbacca all across the world for decades now. Yeah. So,
2: I Big Nick, I... I know you, and I I, I I, love the pick. I would not have thought you would have picked Chewbacca, but I love that. You're throwing curveballs at I agree. I did right? not I see it, Chew-
0: Chewbacca or C-3PO being on your list. So good surprises.
2: I like it. Keep That's Keeping right. us guessing. Keeping us I'm a, a simple man. us <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: boys. Well, I'm going to uh, bring the Death Star home and park it with uh, the final pick here. Pull the Park the car. Park the car here. <laughs> Put the car around the corner.
1: It does. They, that thing didn't fly, did it? Yeah, did it, it just, just kind of sit there.
0: I'm kind of just rolling with it at this point.
2: It, 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 floated. it floated, but I mean, Mark still he he exactly. could parallel park it if he wanted parker,
0: to. So you know, yeah.
2: exactly. Yeah, he's a great so, driver. I mean, we found that
0: out in the bank episode. If you haven't go back and listen to the <laughs> bank episode, you'll find all about my driving.
1: <laughs> 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 If anyone let's could drive, drive the Death Star, a, it would be my boy's Mark. watermark. I'm bringing it to <laughs> him. He's like, I don't need
2: cruise control. I, I can throw this thing and do I don't a free. need lane assistance no with the let's Death go. Go. Star. Get that out of here. <laughs> okay.
0: High tech shit. Anyway, so my number one, guys, I, I, I feel nice that I'm linked to both of you in this. And I think that would align me with Big Nick on this one, except I had him up just a peg higher. And that would be Darth Vader. I think to me, Darth Vader is the ultimate, I mean, I said it when, when Nick gave his selection, he's the ultimate character I think of, I think of Star Wars and even ahead of Luke Skywalker. He, he was very tough to leave off this list, but Darth Vader is the absolute one that I think of, um, when I think of Star Wars and I think, you know, I, I don't really know if there's a whole lot else to be said about him. We kind of talked about, you know, everything with him, but I think he's just so iconic um the voice the the appearance the presence on screen you know the quiet confidence at, at times there was just a lot there you know to to kind of boost him up and then the, the fact that they kind of go into the whole backstory there's just a lot there but yeah to me darth vader definitely takes the crown
2: so so and when i get did my list I reverted to 10 yep. year old Mr B and I I didn't like <laughs> Darth Vader because he was he was he was mean yeah. to my favorite character so Correct. like like when I when I'm doing my list I was like well of course Darth Vader's awesome but I I, I couldn't put him in my yeah. list because of that reason like 10 year old Brian's like no him in the he does not make because he was a he because he was yeah he was a dick so but
1: what 10 year old Mr B failed to recognize if it weren't for a one Lord Vader Luke Skywalker would never have existed at all of
2: course but, but again, 10-year-old He Bryan, came from his balls. <laughs> I know, but 10-year-old t- t- ten- Mr. B could not extrapolate Skywalker that. Skywalker came together, from
0: Darth so. Vader's you space to,
1: balls. That's all we <laughs> you yeah. wanted. You said space earlier balls. you wanted to kick him in the balls, and look, look what you would have done. Look what yeah, you would have done. It would have been a butterfly <laughs> effect. Shame on you. you Shame on your you. Your favorite character from ever coming along. Yeah. You would have let the dark force, the dark side run rule Uh, you would have ruined everything Brian thank God you're only
2: a kid hey big big Nick you you knew me as a little kid I could kick really hard too so
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh gentlemen this has been a great great episode hopefully everybody out there I hope you guys all enjoyed it as well any honorable mentions guys that you wanted to
2: um I was gonna say I'm I'm hesitant to even open that
0: can of worms but
2: there's there's ten thousand, but I'll get I'll do two quick ones that were really hard for me to not put on there. Was of course Yoda we talked about and uh, Lando Calrissian.
1: Ooh. Oh, turncoat! Lando. You
2: Benedict Arnold! I but see as t- this is ten year old Mister B talking. I always thought Lando was cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, that guy's cool.
1: All right, ra- rather than give out some honorable mentions, I'm going to give out some uh, some homework assignments to the big kid listeners. Damn out it. There. Yeah. Okay. I thought was going to give me. I mean, if you listen and if you tune in, you can do these homework assignments as well. Uh, Get get on whatever service you pay for that you can listen to music. Listen to Yoda by the the great Weird Al Yankovic. (laughs) and listen to uh listen to death star by the great tenacious d there you go go. that's your homework assignment leave with a smile on your face (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah. i I had yoda as one of mine and r2d2 was and obviously luke skywalker so a few of them have already been talked about in chewbacca so we could go on for days gentlemen Hell of a show, as always. Enjoyed it. Love hanging out with you guys in the treehouse. Love hanging out in the Death Star. I'm glad I didn't slam us into any stars while we were driving the uh, Death Star off of cruise control, even though it doesn't drive. (laughs) So it's pointed out to me. But uh, (laughs) for all you guys out there, all you ladies out there, we appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, we are the Big Kid
1: Show. And may the fourth be with you.